0: Da, 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 bom. The Finley The Finley The Finley's on film
1: <laughs> <laughs> Morning Mr. Finley
0: Mr. Finley, how's it going baby? It is going alright, having trouble getting going
1: today yeah, well, It's the last day of the year, as you know
0: Yes, well I do sir, well I, I do and On to another another arbitrary length of time that is going to suck or not suck however it wants to <laughs> i think we know which one yeah we'll see it's already <laughs> off to i like to think that's ending this one and maybe the next one will arbitrarily be better we'll see you got any new year's uh goals oh so fucking many i not even I, I, I gotta narrow them down to a manageable yeah. number yeah you know? mm-hmm. 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 i
1: imagine most of you are sitting it's new year's eve yeah. Close to the countdown. You're sitting next to your computer or yeah. phone listening to this podcast alone. <laughs> at
0: best, with a bottle of Jack Daniels. Looking- Maybe like a 32 caliber gun with that one bullet in it. You've been polishing for a special occasion. Can of Heinz on the hot plate ready oh, for that New I- Year's. I'm thinking, I'm thinking Dinty Moore. Ooh. Oh, Dinty bitch, Moore. Dude, because nothing, uh, nothing bespeaks a suicide like a Dinty Moore stain on your on your wife beater. Ooh. And then the
1: um, the forensic it. people have to to sift out the Dinty Moore from the brain matter. Right.
0: Right, and then and then, and then the New. guy the guy who looks like Dennis Franz just comes over, and goes, "That's Ditty <laughs> more. Uh Dennis a business."
1: <laughs> <laughs> um, so I guess what we're saying is Happy New Year, <laughs>
0: 2018, coming at you like a freight train of
1: horror, coming at you in less than 24 as of the recording of <sighs> this episode. Mm-mm. So, um,
0: why did we choose who we chose? I don't know. I guess it just sort of fell. On this person, no particular pretty, reason. I think arbitrary. Yeah, absolutely. yeah, but not un. Uh, but uh, not unappreciated. Well, we're talking, of course, about the great Natalie. Natalie Wood. Wood. Uh, Speaking of Wood. Wood, oh gravy. Yeah, well, Natalie Wood. God damn it,
1: she's not beautiful. She's not sexy. She, you, you just immediately fall in love with her. Yeah, You're like I love, I love you. Well, and she's By hot, Lafio. too. <laughs> she is fucking... No, she's all of those things, she but she's smoking in She's her own of way. a certain quality that's so... In, it's... Wow. Yeah,
0: there's something about it's it. It's not and, Marilyn
1: Monroe. It's not mm, uh, like young Meryl Streep. Mm-hmm. It's none of those things. She is her own thing.
0: She's... She's she's uh, she's a stunningly attractive woman, and one of the, one of the things that's interesting is it's easy to, enough to be that in the '60s when you're yep. in, when like you know the, the gel phase, right, right, where right. every every Hollywood starlet was given a gel halo mm. or something like that. But she maintained it into the '70s where that shit didn't happen, and then did the right thing by drowning. Yes, in exactly, 1981, fucking shuffle off this mortal coil at a young <laughs> at, a, at a relatively young age. There is
1: some speculation, by the way, in the last couple of years that Mister
0: Robert Wagner. Uh, might have had something to do with that. Well, I don't know about it unless you. I think I think that I remember that speculation from then, dude. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, well, do you remember? Yeah. Have you,
1: you ever hear Patrice O'Neill's bit on um mm. on all those women who were, who kept going missing, like overboard on cruise ships? <laughs> and it was like he had <laughs> a, no. But
0: I think I know where this is going. He had an
1: idea that there was a Jamaican um, entrepreneur who's like rock coats. Get your rock coats. <laughs> <laughs> Selling rock coats to husbands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah Natalie Wood uh, Was oh, in me. so many ways Extraordinary And I have to say she this was extraordinary it, Yeah I have to say this um, it, it, This is a sort of Personal call Shout out here uh, My wife and I Watched the second film mm-hmm. Together um, Actually we watched The first one together A couple of years ago mm-hmm. And I um, I my wife is as anyone will attest much better looking than I am. Like oh, yeah, by yeah. many quadrants. Yeah. You're
0: supposed to be two quadrants. I think we're like six apart or something like that. Yeah, one wonders what happened. Like I she love... maybe like ate chalk as a child <laughs> or something. I love there's that. There's a part of her brain that died at some point. Who? Oh, Your wife? Oh, in <laughs> order to choose me, you I mean? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <There's> something. <laughs> There's something. Or maybe it was just hope died, and she's like, "All right."
1: Well, the thing is, it's also she's she's as smart or smarter than I am too. So it's it's not even like that. Like, mm. uh, oh, she's a beauty, but in, in admiration of the horrendous professor's the brain. Genius, or something. Right? No, it's, it's none just, of those things. Right,
0: the, the hot chick attaches herself to the I'm not genius good and bad. Person.
1: There's just nothing. I this is, a, this is a total mystery. But mm. but I will say this that that she um, well, she, you are a gentle soul. You a dick. <laughs> <laughs> okay, thank you. Mm. Happy doing it to you too, buddy. <laughs> that she uh, she's a Natalie Wood type to me. I think I have a type, and she's of that sort of... Oh, she falls... Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. Okay. yeah a
0: little skinny, uh, skinny brunette-ish. Uh, yeah. Very attractive. Yeah. 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 Kind of All way. right. Let's not make that... Don't take that the wrong way, Michelle. I'm wife. not saying... you she know, never listens, anyway. <laughs> I just... I respect your brain, too.
1: Okay, so Natalie Wood is who we're talking <laughs> no about. No Natalie Wood. Great Natalie Wood. Which also, by the way, there's a small
0: connection in that hmm? she was born in San Francisco and grew up in the neighborhood of our parents. That's right. Yeah, absolutely. uh, Our parents were on Eleventh Street. She grew up on Fourteenth. Well, she was she wasn't born in San Francisco, but she was raised in San Francisco for for a large part of her childhood. She was born in San Francisco, was she? I thought I remembered differently. Anyways, but she 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 grew up on Fourteenth Street, so she was Natalie from the block. But then
1: left. I think by the time she was in high school, she was down in Los Angeles.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah. she 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 was she had been a child star. I didn't realize. Yeah, she was the Miracle on Thirty Fourth. Street Yeah, you didn't know that. No idea. Oh yeah, and then she had come back then too. But now what's
1: interesting is I could have chosen, and I sort of chose these films. I could have chosen a film called Inside Daisy Clover, which is about sort of the um, advantage-taking of children in that industry. I could have said that a little more clearly. but wow, okay. But, um, you know, child Advantage-taking. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's a different holiday. Oh, boy. Well, it's going to be a good one, dude. <laughs> Sorry. We're a little tired, Tom mm-hmm. and I. But so, so uh, anyway, do you want to launch into it? Uh, first movie we watched. Yeah, uh, which this... is 1966's... This, this Property, property
0: is, is Condemned.
1: condemned. Ah. Awkward title. They both have awkward titles, but I, I said mm. it would be This Property Condemned. This Property is Condemned, which, by the way, not only has the great Natalie Wood probably in the prime of her Natalie Woodness. right? Oh, my goodness. But, but also, nope. like um, it's suggested by a one act with Tennessee Williams. It has um, a co-screenwriting credit from Francis Ford Coppola. Yep. It's um, directed
0: by the great Sidney Pollack, not Sidney Lumet. Sidney Pollack. Uh, no, uh, and co-starring, uh, well, first off, the great uh, Charles Buczynski, my favorite one. Charles also Bronson. Also known as Charles Bronson. Yes. Yeah, yeah. And, of course, Robert Redford. How did fucking Bronson ever become a, a great a Hollywood star? I'll never know. I
1: don't know, but listen, Robert Redford is, we're talking 1966 Robert Redford. Mm-hmm, and, mm-hmm. like, I got to say he's this. Pretty. when He's a pretty, pretty man. But in, like, Barefoot in the Park, which is this year or the next year with, with Jane Fonda, who was an amazingly beautiful woman. -hmm. You saw two beautiful, beautiful people. Natalie Wood is so Natalie Wood that Robert Mm -hmm. Redford is also like at least a quadrant of attractiveness away from her. Yeah, it's 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 really incredible. And then of course it also has in the um, one of the weaknesses of the film, I would say, is the framing of the film, Mm -hmm. um, which we'll get into in a minute. But it's it's framed in a sort of kind of weird, unbelievable flashback from a child. And that child, I forget her name, is the
0: the actress who was Scout on. to kill a mockingbird. Oh, you know what? I was wondering why her face was so good because yeah. it's got that weird pug look to her, you know. She still she has it, but she's older now, so. yeah, yeah. Well, I don't think that was necessarily an accident because this is one of those movies. Uh, I mean, it's it's a gothic, mm, yeah, it's a gothic Southern thing. Gothic, yeah. I, 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 we'll get to my final analysis on this one later on. But oh, that's I can't wait, yeah, yeah. It's gonna be well, my my final take on it, but um, but uh, Jesus Christ, uh, Charles, I just love Charles Bronson. Trying to fake a southern accent in this it's movie. Bad. Oh fuck, he's terrible. To <laughs>
1: yeah, it's bad. I mean, there are a couple of and, and a couple of weaknesses to the film, and one is the framing. So it's, it begins. It's a film that begins mm-hmm. with the younger sister, Natalie Wood's character's younger sister, right, he's hoboing it, hoboing around like on a railroad track, mm-hmm. and it's this very sort of awkward thing where she she runs in, runs into a, a boy in the town, and he says, "What what's that house yonder? Oh, that's the house of my growing up." And it's like mm-hmm. Scooby Doo, <laughs> flashback. (laughs) Zero reason
0: for it, frankly Yeah, yeah, really It's set in the Depression
1: It's set in the Depression In Mississippi Yep And um, uh, Robert Redford Who who lives Has his home base In New Orleans um, Works as a sort of A cutter A head cutter If you will For the railroad
0: He's a hatchet man For the 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 railroad
1: All the railroad people Hate him He comes into town Usually, sort of people don't initially know who he is, but right. he's there to sort of survey a railroad station and the workers there, and right. to see who can be cut.
0: And apparently, it's some kind of a little bit of a hub or something like that—a yep. transportation hub, because they, like like a lot of those southern towns were led to believe. I wouldn't know. Yeah, uh, they have one industry going on, and that's the railroad. Mm-hmm. There. The, railroad, the railroad basically keeps the keeps the whole town as a town. So
1: he he, he he comes in. He comes into town, and he's he's looking for a place to stay, and so he finds. Um, a boarding house run mm-hmm. by uh, Natalie Wood's uh, mother, the character there, character, yep. um, who runs a sort of like free for all boarding house where everyone's mm-hmm. partying all the time. She's still stuck at her age as being sort of like hanging on and partying. Yeah. But her big hope in life is to, to sort of pimp
0: out her daughter. Pimp out her daughter, Natalie, <laughs> Natalie Wood, Wood,
1: who's to some sort of degree willing to be pimped out. That's kind yeah, of she, all she knows. She's
0: trapped in the mind game of that's really, that's, exactly, that's what she knows. But
1: it's very much like... That's um, her worth. Like, like um, what's her name
0: from... Um, Blanche Dubois.
1: No, no, I was thinking of the Petrified Forest. I can't think of her name all of a sudden. Um, oh, uh, uh, Betty Davis. Betty Davis's character, what is it? Uh fuck I can't think of it but anyway she like she wants to get out of there and instead of yep. instead of Paris France it's New Orleans like right. like there's they are halfway between Memphis and New Orleans and New Orleans is like the Paris of her life right, right. she can only mm-hmm. get there she could see the world right in it and anyway so so she's
0: she's just like she's well in any event escape
1: escape the town but more specifically the her mother who set this yeah. the father has cut out on them a while back mm-hmm. and left this sort of family in this Persona you know, Agraton uh, <laughs> potato wall person. <laughs> so, um yeah, so anyway, yeah, she's she's just like, "You know the truth of the matter is, I think I've I've known uh, a couple of women like this." And I don't mean even like in a personal level, but like been in a group where I've seen this dynamic of of sort of like um well, the, well, the, well there's this, the beautiful woman who especially at that time is sort of like um her, her beauty and her sexuality are her commodities. Right. Right? And she maneuvers them the best way you can. I think the older you get, the more you realize, when I look back on those times of, of women who used their looks as commodities, the mm-hmm. way that Natalie Wood does It becomes here.
0: easier to spot, yeah.
1: Well, but not only easier to spot, but... But I think I was much more judgmental then, and now I go, well, what, well, what oh. fucking choice did she have? Right. And then she's sort of on top of it, like,
0: you whore. It's like, well, <laughs>
1: you know, that's she's given to understand that she's
0: everyone's meal ticket. I'm, yeah, I'm 48. I don't feel that at all, man. I'm like, you whore it out as much as you want. Right? Well,
1: because you're a fucking
0: uh, filthy pit Herber. bag. Yeah, yes. absolutely. <laughs>
1: but I'm talking about- <laughs> A bag of pork over I'm here, being baby. i a literature professor.
0: Well, here. speaking of um, which, I mean, but she also <laughs> falls into this very, another reason you probably know her is because she falls very squarely into this category of, the uh the quaintly mad southern uh, lady yeah. situation you know mm-hmm. because while all this is going on she has this this hyper sense of she wants to basically she wants her she wants reality to follow her dreams and her wishes about what it would be so she's kind of got that 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 nice gentle southern belle madness going on
1: but she's also like that the she's a romantic too like it's like it mm-hmm. she isn't she isn't i yeah. mean she's sort of jaded and she knows what she's doing but she's also romantic and it's like this one scene that really gets me is she tells Robert Redford like i've been to memphis before mm. and i've been to this certain hotel <laughs> and he sort of then starts to recite some of the the details of the hotel And Mm -hmm. she can't keep up with him And so the next day she says I've never been to that hotel And it's like She wants to sort of like Get real And be romantic And Mm -hmm. and, But he is cool as a cucumber Because he sees Initially he doesn't like her much Because he sees How funny she is Well yeah How surface level How Mm -hmm. full of shit she is But he also then begins to see What we all see Those of us who have eyes Mm And ears and a heart (laughs) And that is Well yes of course But also that she Does have depth Or the possibility she has yeah, yeah. Oh, Gab, by there's, there's way, sorry, Gabby. By the way, Gabby is is a character's name and,
0: and uh, petrified Forest. No Oh, right. gives a shit. Sorry. You're well played, Joe. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Let's go back in time to when like that was the relevant. The movie
1: itself, right? <laughs> so, so it's all about this sort of, and then and then Charles Bronson is there, and he's sort of the mother's, the older mother's it, boyfriend, and you're like, why? Well, because like he's... everyone else in town, he wants to just be around Natalie Woods mm-hmm. in this film. Old, there's an old man who's. Who's sort of giving right. up all his money, and the mother is sort of milking it just so he could sort of be around Alva. This, you know, her character taking,
0: taking him advantage for the money and basically setting up <laughs> Alva, which is Natalie Wood's character's name in this yeah. movie, setting her up to become his mistress. You know, even though he's married, like but Mama do not give no shit about that. None,
1: nothing at all, and it's you know, there's just.
0: You feel for her, mm. and
1: I'm. But then, then again, I'm not sure how much I actually feel for her, or I'm just kind of like in love with the character because it's like if you can oh, fall in love with the mom. The mom. Oh, is, oh no, is, no, what, I never feel for that
0: mother. I don't she's know about awful. that. But she's fucking awful. But here's the thing: she's awful, but she's awful in that way where you're like, oh yeah, I kind of get it. Like she's, she's 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 got a lot of choices going on in here. She's never yeah, she, yeah. I guess except she does have the moral choice, and she doesn't take the
1: right. Way. Well, yeah. but the thing is, so so. I mean, what ends up happening in the movie later on really makes you despise her because, mm-hmm. you know, essentially um, what happens is – and tell me if you want to go back on anything. But Robert Redford is starts making his hatchet plans uh, and, and starts cutting people. The right. town gets pissed off. Right at the same time that he and and Natalie Wood start to sort of connect mm-hmm. romantically and sexually and so forth, right. and it's it's a little out of its oh. time because it's very clear that they sleep together and that R- she has slept with men
0: before. Yes, exactly.
1: I mean, I think ten years earlier, sorry, Tom, So ten years earlier, it would have been like she's kissed many a man, and but like it's nineteen sixty-six. She's been finally... almost married many times. Yeah, right.
0: <laughs> Uh, by the way, I just want to point out. So he gets his ass beaten by some members oh, of the town, yeah. including a young Bobby Blake, is also Robert in this. Robert Blake, Blake is he's in
1: practicing it. for his future wife. <laughs> exactly.
0: Yeah, he was. Robert Redford was prettier. Yeah. Anyways, but uh, yeah, no, it's this is a kind of a star-studded cast. It definitely has that yeah. quality going for it. You know. Yeah. Like uh, Bronson, definitely an up-and-comer at this point. I don't know if he's full. In... He'd done The Great Escape a few years before, but, but yeah, was, yeah, yeah. No, okay. I he, was
1: in, he wasn't. He wasn't Mister Majestic yet. No, he yet. hadn't found that
0: niche we need, need this we need a weird <laughs> leathery faced man
1: so 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 robert redford um is falling in love with her and wants to take her away. Yep, right to New Orleans, which is that's that's that maybe that's the greatest thing you could say about this character is you want she's someone you want to save. You root for her. You well, but you in want to sense. be the one, the white knight. Well, yeah, you know, if you want will. to be that one. So, so um, he's on the verge of taking her out of town, and he misunderstands. He overhears a conversation and misunderstands that she's actually going to work the Ms. the old man angle. She, we pull a we pull a Mister Furley there.
0: Well, oh, total yeah, yeah, to
1: company, missing understanding through oh. a conversation to the plumbing, right? So <laughs> so he he sort of takes off and she's a little bit like
0: oh and he calls her a whore like in no uncertain <laughs> oh, terms. That's right. Because you're <laughs> a whore. When Robert Redford calls you a whore. Uh, oh, you shrink a little bit in uh, the old swimsuit area. My, sh- my sh- yeah exactly. <laughs> So <laughs> my nuts go away. So
1: he leaves and she's just like fuck you know I actually maybe had a chance of love here and mm. she's she's in an embittered moment. Um she gets, hammered. She gets hammered and decides to point blank ask... Charles Bronson in front of her mother if he would be willing to go away
0: with her, which of course he says,
1: yes. Yeah. The mother's like, what? That's what that's what it's oh, been mom. about the
0: whole fucking time. Oh, of course, yeah. of
1: course, of course. So,
0: plow that so she takes
1: off with him. Robert Redford's back in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Um, do you want to keep going?
0: Uh, we? Robert, yeah, sure. Okay, let's go. well,
1: this is the third act here, and it's basically she she. At the night after sleeping with her new husband, Charles Bronson, she rolls him for his money, yep. takes off to New Orleans in a, in a sort of a nice, um, very sort of William Faulkner-esque, sort of like... Mm-hmm. She doesn't immediately find... Uh, well, she does immediately find Robert Redford, but she sort of hangs around like right. like Kim Novak in Vertigo, like mm-hmm. sort of off in the distance, not quite connecting. Right. There's finding
0: him, finding New Orleans, right?
1: Yeah. yeah. And she, there's a beautiful scene where they finally... You know, he sees, he yeah. sees her and he finds her and he follows her to the park and the camera... Um, they're by a fountain. And so the camera sort of focuses in on their reflection in the fountain as they're talking back and forth. It's a brilliantly brilliantly shot scene. Um, And everything is, is fine. The movie ends with just a love affair finally realized. As my mother would say, not
0: Not uh, Said wow. no one ever Oh please Ugh. Oh my god Joe you just turned into a Hot Topic t-shirt Fuck you <laughs> right. Been there done yeah, that no, it's, got, it's, gotta have, it's gotta have the ultimate tragic ending of course uh,
1: Very Tennessee Williams Which is all yeah. of a sudden the mother arrives And arrives to tell she's Robert got, what a, happened
0: you got a big dick you're gonna swing it
1: <laughs> yeah. She did. And she so ruins she did. it. She, she ruins the whole thing. And then but the, another weakness and again it's the framing. It sort of goes back to the to you know the younger sister on the railroad track, right. And was like and the younger sister's like, "Oh yeah, and and she died of consumption." She's like, what? This just out of nowhere like
0: what? Well, I mean, yeah, because she got consumption from jumping out of that window, I suppose.
1: Jumping out the window. Or something. Yeah, or running out in the rain, yeah, or whatever but, it is. But it's just sort of a weird framing. Like, that's the weakest part to me of the entire film, is this weird sort of framing by the kid mm-hmm. um, that happens. But it's fucking tragic. I, I, you know, I honestly forget sometimes how much I love this movie. I, I might put it in my top 20. I really? love this movie so, oh, shit. so very much. Wow. Okay. I love this movie. You do. With with a little weakness, a couple weak spots. Mm-hmm. It just gets every you know that sentimentality is a, uh, an emotion worth risking. I forget who said it, but somebody important said it, and it it does a hair. I think it was I think it was, it was Robert Wagner said that. Actually, I think it was just, just he pushed her off the Might float. have been Theodore. <laughs> yeah, right. get your rock coat. <laughs> so um, yeah, I mean, I just it, it it appeals to. It's probably the most sentimental movie that I I actually really really like. That works for mm. me in some way. I I love her obviously in it. Um I love the sort of southern gothic um storytelling. Right. Um I think um yeah, I I can I I really would give this a, a high thumbs
0: up. Wow. Okay. So Go ahead, I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to I'm going to have I'm not, I'm a not, slightly not. different uh, approach to it than you do here, but um I think it, to me it's like a uh it's a it's a southern gothic movie mm-hmm. that is made out of the parts of sort of better movies. Like I don't know how else to put that. It's it's good. It's worth watching. <laughs> there are moments in it that are great. Like that fountain scene you mentioned, yeah. that was a really great scene. Mm-hmm. She is fucking amazing. She, yeah. not, I'm not, that's just not good to my, my erection for her. She's a really great actress. Well, that's she, they, steals yeah, it, no, she, she steals this fucking movie. I say that, yeah. sort of. She steals this movie. Yeah, yeah. Far yeah. and away. She's, she's a good. Yeah. She's amongst some of the best actors of her day and she's still stealing this fucking movie.
1: There's a fucking horrible videotape I had once of Michael Caine on acting and he gets this whole thing. It's like, you act with your eyes. I'm Michael Caine. You act with your eyes. And it's just <laughs> terrible, but she really does act
0: yeah, with yeah. Yeah, her She She controls the room. She controls that thing. So 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 she is wonderful to watch in it. I think a lot of it is it it just seems like it's like I said, it's like a sort of a Frankenstein monster of a movie in some senses to me like this bit is stitched together to this it's all it's all sort of very predictable but it's cohesive it's it's reasonably co- yeah it is it is reasonably cohesive but it's like it's let's take a little bit of blanche dubois and throw that in here a little bit of heart as a lonely hunter southern yeah, gothic but town situation that,
1: that, i mean some movies can't help but blanche dubois is an iconic character in southern gothic mm-hmm. storytelling so what you know what can you say any any woman who then uses her looks as her commodity is going to be compared to Blanche DuBois. that's not really the fault of the writers or the actor that's just
0: yeah I, I, I see your point on that one I just think yeah. it's okay, but it's it's not uh like i i like hard as a Lonely Hunter is a much better movie to me in the sense and it's it's there's a, there are similarities yeah, involved. Movie, yeah. Um, so I would give it, like, you know, a three-quarters thumbs up on that one.
1: But I would say, I mean, like, *Harley and the Hunter is is a different and similar movie, and so, like, I don't want to say it's better or worse. I mean, but Mm -hmm. I will say
0: this. I like this movie better than *Streetcar Named Desire*. Okay, sure. that's how much I like this movie, and it's it's worth watching to see Natalie Wood beat the shit out of everybody on the screen. Yeah, it's it's pretty. She's, good. she's like the funny thing is, it's like like at the beginning, she's almost it's almost like cartoonish how her character yeah. comes across. Yeah, but it but it but it eases into but it eases in and it becomes its own reality as it moves forward. That's a sign of a good actor.
1: Yeah, she's goddamn good, that mm-hmm. Natalie Wood. Yeah. Well, so a, a bit of a mixed review. About, uh, we, we both generally felt positive. About yeah, it. yeah, mm-hmm, for sure. Mm-hmm. All right, so um, on to 1969, <coughs> Nine, which I'm not sure if that's her next movie or maybe she made one in between, but it is as different a movie <laughs> from This Property is Condemned as you can imagine. Now, I'd never seen this movie before. I'd only mm-hmm. heard of it right, and seen too. the iconic sort of poster of the four people in bed together, but mm-hmm. it's um, Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. Another weird title. I don't because I just feel like it should be Bob, Carol, Ted, and Alice. But uh,
0: I digress. I kind of like it. It's clever. It's, it's definitely, yeah. obviously, somebody trying to be clever with the title. Yeah, but I, I'll, I'm I'm going to give him the credit on that one. That's fine. So, it is it is an awkward but a cool title. Anyways, let's move on here. So yeah. it is. It is a movie of its time and fucking place.
1: Yeah, I would say it's no It's it's directed by Paul Mazursky. Paul Mazursky. I would say this that um, oh, can you hear the railroad, uh, mm-hmm. little of this property condemned coming back at us. I uh, would say. The
0: train's actually approaching.
1: Uh, <laughs> um, that it if it if it's like any other movie at all, and it's not. Mm-hmm. The closest might be like The Graduate. It's got a bit of a Mike Nichols late 60s or
0: maybe Who's Afraid of Virginia Woolf combined with The Graduate. It has it's- that quality of like there's it was just a very specific time and place, yeah. late 60s, <laughs> yeah. early 70s. I call I, to me it's like it's reminiscent of an Altman-esque universe. Okay, yes. I, I can see that. I like Altman because there's an improvisational quality to the acting that goes on mm-hmm. during the movie. Mm-hmm. There's there's this there's the ensemble approach to it. It's well, because, because its own time, and it's really it's a reflection, really brutally of its own time of, of you know when and when it was made and when it was coming out. Also, that movies could slow down because mm-hmm. it, you know not a whole lot
1: happens in this movie, and That's yet I lot. never felt like it was stretched out.
0: No, no, it's a very small like the the actual the things happening in the movie are very small. Yeah, um, but but. <laughs> But they, but but appropriate, you know. Yes. Yeah. But again, it, I'd like to like take uh, uh, like um you know like a hipster and make them watch this movie and see what they say.
1: Well, so I have it could
0: a, be some serious eye rolling.
1: Well, okay. Now hold on a second, because I also have a, a different sort of um uh, context for entering this movie in a way. Now mm-hmm. here it is. So so it starts out, there are two couples, and the first couple is uh, Natalie Wood and Robert Culp, and right. so then you have your your Bob and Carol, right? Right. And they're a freewheeling couple. You sort of see a, a very sort of like late '60s, like I say, kind of the graduate overshot of the of their car going up a canyon, and
0: and they're going to some sort of like nudist colony. It would seem to begin with. Yeah, they call it like Escalon or something like that. You know.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. it's, that, like,
0: it's like a hippie experimental community.
1: Situation. Well, it's sort of yeah. well. Here's where it kind of reminds me of Est with the price and tag. the Forum right. in a way, because yeah, yeah. which was a. Um, benign cultish thing I was involved in about 10 years ago, which, by the way, side note, I always give this advice. If you can get into a cult and then get out quickly, you'll reap the benefits. Oh, the things you learn, the discipline, et cetera.
0: But you got to get out. That's the key.
1: So it reminded...
0: You just have to suck the cult leader's dick and you're out. Well, Joe. it's
1: a little bit of that experience because in some ways... Well, it sort of sets the scene for the whole movie because they spend... He's a journalist who who's ringing his wife to sort of investigate this... Mm-hmm. No, he's no, he's a documentary filmmaker. Sorry, maker. I take it back. He's a documentary film and he's doing research for mm-hmm. about a, a film about these type of things, these encounter groups and right. like encounter weekends and so forth. And this
0: and these are these are like these are a these are a creature of the late sixties, early seventies.
1: Yeah, for sure. Our aunt was an est as well. Yeah. As I recall, right? Yeah. And it very it very well, so the
0: thing <laughs> And it's right California, by
1: the way. Yeah, I suppose so. But but let's just describe what it is. So basically, like you spend this weekend in a cabin or a room or a space, um, not leaving other people for the most part right. for that and amount of time. Stuck in that
0: same room with the same people,
1: and constantly sort of quote unquote encountering like things like authenticity and honesty. Right, and and so so two things happen. I mean, to me, it, it, the reason it appealed to me in my own life, that type of thing, is that I, I like that aspect of like, wow, what would it be like to be that authentic with people, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Here's the second part to it. You drive people insane when you leave because everything you do is like, hi, how are you? Do you really mean? How are you? Let's examine that for a second. And I remember doing that in my own life. So when I saw this film, I was like, oh, yeah, that there's, is humiliating to
0: watch that on screen. There's a scene. There's a scene once they, when they get done with this. They're in a restaurant. And they, they, when they
1: first meet the other couple. <laughs> (laughs) Elliot Gould and 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 Diane. It's canon, right?
0: Uh, I think so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, uh, but they're they're yeah they're they're in a restaurant, and uh, it's the first time we meet them. (laughs) And Natalie Woods is takes a little. She takes an untoward concerned for the authentic uh, experience of their waiter
1: right and he's like like <laughs> i hope really, everything was like
0: do you really do you really like me
1: do yeah. you enjoy this humiliating this waiter who has no idea <laughs> what, and then everything that's so- sort of like you know uh robert colp is asking elliot gold like what do you think of my hair you think it's ridiculous don't you it's okay man tell me and there's a part of that that still appeals to me like that kind of like because i think in our own lives you and i kind of do a version of it like we like Busting each other's <laughs> balls and and close friends to the mm-hmm. point where we we will just tell someone
0: you look like a fucking idiot. No, no sure geez, you, know? you look like it's a turd. Somebody put a shirt on a turd. Dude.
1: So there's something that that appeals to us about that level of honesty, but it's it's also deuce chillingly like <sighs> ugh, my god, everything is a catchphrase. It's
0: one of those things where like it's this the thing about like the '60s and it's really easy <laughs> yeah. to like the eye roll, the whole hippie movement. But 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 I think what's, what what gets lost in the fact is that there was a genuine. There was there was a genuine attempt to sort of repurpose life. Yeah. You know, really sort of re envision it in a different way, and of course, as trying to do that when there's no consensus around well, you, well, so several of course things is nothing but annoying it's, to it's everyone a, around you. It's
1: a brave move on the one hand. Oh uh, yeah, it's it's facilitated by the sort of political unrest, but then it, it it's always sort of taken up by people who don't have much to lose. They're like Marinites or right. Orange County people who have money and like they want to just encounter their lives, and so it
0: just so it just becomes incredibly naive to everybody following it.
1: Yeah, so it's a little bit of both, but that's so so anyway, whether you're familiar with that scene or not, you're sort of presented with that scene. And mm-hmm. so you have the two couples, the one that's just like sold on this new way of doing things. Yep, and yep. that's Robert Kolb and Natalie Wood. And then Elliot Gould, who, by the way, young Elliot Gould, because most of his acting life, he was such a disaster physically <laughs> <laughs> that it's always interesting to see like a young, kind of good looking to Elliot Gould. Mm-hmm. And this time he was married to Barbara Streisand, by the way. Yeah. And Diane Cannon, who... I mean the poor Diane because she's she's smoking hot and yet again has to take a second <laughs> she's seat shallow in Natalie, Natalie Wood. One, yeah.
0: Okay. So, so and, and I just want to point out as far as like compared to the last movie, Natalie Wood is way underplaying it in this movie. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. She's definitely played down like her power,
1: even though she and Robert Culp have have the roles of like the the sort the of instigator, like, the instigator yeah. of this new sort of encounter mentality and so forth. So 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 this is the sort of the the change in their mentality. And and their desire as always is true with people who have these experiences to to get other people into it uh, right to mm-hmm. to sort of get them to encounter their lives sure so you have these two sides and you have the younger couple who you know i mean the other couple uh, Elliot Golden and Diane Cannon who who um who are not they they're, they're good friends right. so they're not really in on it but they're not going to reject them
0: either it takes them a little while. Like, at first, they're like, What's her name? Diane Cannon's like, Fuck this guy. These guys are freaking freaky weirdos. And then, but she comes around sort of slowly. A little bit. Goes but, to a therapist, gets her, gets, well, but hold on. There's, opens her mind a little but bit. But even
1: before we get to the therapist, which is a brilliant, fr- I forget the actor's name, but that's a brilliant sort of scene yeah. between them. Yeah. Um, uh, there's a, a problem. Well, there's an issue that comes into play. And that's that Robert Cope comes back from a conference and he's had an affair and he tells, Natalie Wood, I've had this affair, and she's like, "I think that's wonderful, beautiful, 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 man." Wait, are you in love with her? No, then you know what? Can I say? Of course, it's just, just sex, man. Just what it is, man. Uh, had, who he, hasn't had this dream? So, so Diane Gannet. So, so she tells the younger couple, like, "Oh right. yeah, he's had an affair." I think it's Diane Gannet flips.
0: The, yeah, the, yeah, Ellie
1: Gould is sort of like, "What oh, do I want to think of this?" Um and honey, it's not a good idea, <laughs> is it? <laughs> but Diane Gannon's sort of furious at the whole situation. Then Robert Kolb comes home, and Natalie Woods had an affair with him. Horst, the the Horst, German, the German
0: uh, tennis, tennis instructor, tennis instructor, tennis, of course.
1: anyone. So so, uh,
0: no, so, bring back the great memories. So
1: though. there's a moment, of course, where you, where Robert Cope's going to be a hypocrite, like this is different. You you expect that, and then all of a sudden he's he's sort of down with it, and then. You know, Elliot Gould is having panics. I used
0: uncomfortably friendly to Horst, by the way. There's a great... Oh, there's, there's, Oh, I don't know. Do we ever mention this is a comedy?
1: Well, it, okay,
0: Comedy so the... drama. It's a comedy <sighs> re- repurposed. I don't okay. know how else to put it. Uh, like there's bring... some very funny moments.
1: Uh, remind me, because I want to bring up what genre it is when it, when we hit the very end. Okay. Okay? okay. So so really, it's about <clears> many things. <throat> it's about... Um, it's examining, like, the value or the futility or absurdity of of like that kind of encounter moment, and 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 in the culture, right? It's um it's about sort of tradition and like examining what relationships are and what marriage mm-hmm. is. It's examining friendship
0: for sure for between sure. the two the two couples. Mm-hmm. Um, but here's the thing. Can I go to the end? I just want to say there are a couple of scenes that I think are particularly go funny ahead. in this one. The one where uh, Culp is being like overly friendly to horse. Oh yeah, uncomfortable. Who like literally, whose whose dick is still drying in his pants? Yeah, he just got done making. Yeah,
1: I think that's. Uh, hey, I'm not gonna it's Okay, <laughs> hey, man. Can I get Horst's, you a drink?
0: You're very nice. You know. Uh, yeah. <laughs> <It's>, uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, Fuck it. Which is great. And then the other one is uh, they 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 they. The couples get together, mm-hmm. um, but D- Diane Cannon has sort of like come through the other side. She's friendly. She thinks this is okay. You guys are living your own life, and then they all get really fucked up, and uh, they're,
1: they're out of town to go see like uh, Tony Bennett in Reno or something.
0: No, no, no. This is a different. I oh, think this fine. is a different time because they go back to her. They go because uh, Elliot Gould. No, no, she isn't happy. She isn't okay with it. This is no. earlier on. Uh-huh. She isn't okay with it, and they go back. But he's nevertheless got a huge boner. And he's trying to he's trying to fuck her. Oh yeah, and she won't let him. Yeah, and it's just. This, but you this... won't let him walk away either. No, I know. So this is incredibly hilarious, yet uncomfortable scene yeah. where the two of them... it's just a great scene. No,
1: it's a great one. So so they end up going out of town to go see Tony Bennett, I think in like Lake Tahoe or Reno or something. Mm-hmm. And and Diane Cannon's just oh, kind Bennett's. of, whatever. So Diane Cannon's just sort of like, um, they're all staying in a suite or something, and Diane Cannon's just sort of like kind of had it and, and elliot gould admits that he's had an affair mm-hmm. right right and and she's like un- she's kind of mad she's unsure what to do and and she gets a little drunk and all of a sudden she just says she starts taking off her clothes and she's like let's just solve this by it let's just have an orgy mm-hmm. right and at first they think oh she's just trying to get back at elliot gould but right. but but it be- i'm not sure that she wasn't either mm-hmm. anyway so they all undress and they get into bed and I'm never sure – here's the thing. And I think it's intentionally ambiguous. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they ever did it. If They, right. they may have all done it.
0: Right. Or they, they may have, have just awkwardly gotten out of bed and put on and clothes. And then
1: awkwardly gotten out of bed. And then they walk away really happy mm-hmm. as the original couples. And so I think that ambiguity is part of the strategy of this movie, which is to say it's it's sort of satirizing – that mentality where it's like hey everything's good beautiful man mm. but it's also not not
0: supporting it in a weird way
1: well i think I think what it's I doing think it's is one it, thing it, or
0: another no i think you're right i think it, i think it's doing two things it's it's again nuts it's it's doing a satire of the man culture Yep, and at the same time it's also going well maybe what we have isn't working it's 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 yeah. coming in. It's implying in that direction all at the same time. It's actually
1: so. giving you something to think about, right? Rather than concluding on a note, a particular
0: yes. note. So Americans hate this movie.
1: I guess. I mean, it's. I actually <laughs> am surprised to say that I. I. I mean, it would. I've this one, it, I, it, I yeah. wouldn't put it in my top twenty, but but mm-hmm. I would say, I did enjoy this film. I liked what it was doing. I yeah. don't think anything else has quite done something like it. Like same time next year, sort of fools around with that idea in the seventies with Ellen Burson and Alan Alda. Mm-hmm. Um, but this, I think, is is a very unique film, and yeah. I thought it was it was well acted. Oh. It seemed like the way couples act. Mm-hmm. I mean, aside from the Hey Man stuff, right. but like the underneath it. Sorry, go ahead.
0: No, I I like it too. I think it's a little slow at times, but other than yeah. that, it's good. It's really good. It's really interesting. Yeah, and like I said, it's just if you want to if you want to come at it from a non judgmental angle, it's yeah. a, it's a great time capsule. I think well, well, of a lot of the 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 thoughts that were current back in that time period. I
1: think it's two things. I think you're right. It is a time capsule, but like great literature, like I'm thinking Keisha Pan's Awakening or Flaubert's um, um, uh, Madame Bovary. You don't like the the book? What? Just just watching you get all literary and oh, sorry. Lecture? No, no. Well, here's here's what I was thinking. (laughs) Sorry about that. I didn't mean to bore you guys, but um, because it's about reading, Tom. I apologize. But I reckon. Those books still cause controversy. Like 150 years later, people still argue about whether Madame Bovary was a whore or whether she was a woman who just had been saddled by a boring husband and he needed her intellectual freedom. And people get vicious about it. Like still they get upset about those books. (laughs) And I think in a way that this film, it it won't have that Mm. quality because it never was as popular as those books. Right. Um, But it has the quality – I think you could sit down and have people watch it and have a good – discussion slash argument with people
0: afterwards about like,
1: wait a minute. Was this right or not? right?
0: If, if I were in your shoes, this would be an interesting movie to show to a class to a class <laughs> oh, No, I'd love to find, to find be, out what, what what the youngsters that would. Yeah, I just don't know how would would fit it
1: fitted into, into a class, but that's kind of interesting. Yeah, well, I watched it with my wife because
0: here you have like the Christians, and then you have like the very mm-hmm. the, the the very you know uh, social justice warrior types going on. Oh, it'd, Fresno, it'd be, yeah, yeah, it can get a really interesting response. That could be maybe mm. next semester, but but
1: um, anyway. So I mean, in in order, I think this property is condemned for me is a is a. I liked it much more than mm-hmm. I liked uh, Bob, Carol, Ted, and Alice, but I liked Bob and Carol and Ted and Alice. <laughs> <laughs> and annoying. Uh, a lot. And yeah. I would say I'm, I was happy that I chose this one rather than a, a more sort of like uh,
0: splendor in the grass. I think i give insane. it more of a thumbs up, you know, like a, thumb straight up a from thumbs up. More clearly a thumbs up. Yeah.
1: <sighs> okay yeah well it's it's definitely trying to do something and it does exactly what it's trying to do so there's no complications yeah Yeah, yeah, absolutely and in any case natalie wood is just weirdly forgotten because she's i mean i guess it's it's been like 35 years so it has been a while but still it hasn't been so long that she should be so forgotten one of the the problems uh, is i guess that she really didn't make a lot she chose her films carefully yes and so she she didn't make as many as she could have but but Mm -hmm. uh what a great um, great actress, a
0: great sort of like... inspire me to be a female bicycle seat. Oh, my goodness. <laughs> oh, my God. She's so... Well, She's as just... we, we mentioned New Year's <laughs>
1: Resolution, so...
0: Uh, Tommy, any business? Um, no, check me out on um, my comedy... No, uh, TomSmithComedy.com. Yeah. I have, you know, put some stuff on the schedule there. Try to keep that up to date. Uh, if you want to catch me, that's that's the place to get the information. Um Let's see, other than that, we, we've got Patreon. Please join us on Patreon. Well, We'd love speaking. to see you there for the new year. This might be your resolution speaking to support the res- arts a little more.
1: Well, I was going to say, um, kind of our resolution is that this year we're improving some of our equipment and we're also getting um, more well-known guests on right. the podcast, mm-hmm. kind of nationally known people. Yep. Um, and so, I mean, we're going to do what we're going to do no matter what. But right. Patreon can always sort of help us to sort of like uh, commute to the to the city, to sort of interview people and mm-hmm. so
0: forth. So please consider Patreon. We love what we do, but we could use your support. Yep, absolutely. Rate
1: and review us on iTunes?
0: Yes, and uh, join us on uh, join us on our website. And just have a
1: goddamn Happy New
0: Year. Happy New Year's coming right at you. Take it up the butt, do you,
1: do you remember poor... Sorry, Dick... <laughs> that was, I knew we were just ending there, but remember when Dick Clark had his stroke, but they kept him on for that year? No. Oh, go back in YouTube. Because it's like... He, first of all, the oh, ball no. is dropping in New York, and it's... <laughs> It's On screen, it's like six, five, and he's like, nine, eight, and then it hits zero, and he's still on three, and he's behind, and finally, he, he just goes, he gives up. He goes, happy New Year. Oh, it's awful. Did you see like half good. his face slide down?
0: <laughs> like a fried egg, baby. <laughs> no. Anyway, so happy New Year. Oh, god damn it. We love you guys. All right, take care, guys. See you next year. No, uh, see you in a year.